everybody. Welcome to your favorite podcast in the world. It's Just the Tips with Austin and Julian. How's it going, Austin? Hey, Julian. I'm good. How are you? I'm amazing, man. Uh, really enjoying uh, my weekend so far. I only have a few hours left, but uh, I want to keep it going strong. Nice. Yeah, you just... Uh I would ask you what you've been up to, but I know you've been uh, grilling and, and eating tacos. Yeah, so man. Why don't you tell tell everyone about it? Well, I went a little crazy yesterday and wanted to make a entire meal from scratch. So I grilled up some ribs, made some mac and cheese with uh, smoked gouda, homemade fruit salad, some corn, and some roasted peppers. It was spectacular. And then today I found a Jonathan Gold top 100 restaurant in LA right next to my house I'd never been to and they're on the Michelin list and it's this little hole in the wall shack that sells these shrimp tacos and that's all they sell besides ceviche and they were fucking incredible what's Jonathan Mitchell what was it oh Jonathan Gold's a Pulitzer Prize winning uh food writer for LA Weekly he passed away a year ago unfortunately but um just has a really good uh taste in food and he's like tried every single legitimate restaurant in los angeles and he's like known for finding hole in the wall shops that like make amazing food that you would never know about if you didn't go explore like he does hmm i'll have to look that up yeah well i'm sure he's happy in death knowing that uh that he gave you a restaurant to go to one last time I've eaten at a ton of his restaurants that he recommends. Jeff and I, when we lived in uh, Los Feliz, used to drive to um, uh, Huntington Park um, to go to this Mexican restaurant for breakfast, and it was in the hood. Most of the places Jonathan Gold recommends are in the hood, which adds to their flavor. And uh, is he is he a hood rat? No, he's like a super. He's like a. He's like a. Uh, I'm just kidding. I don't even know what I meant by that. Yeah. No, he's like a like. <laughs> I figured he wasn't. He's like a well-spoken like dude who just like loves Los Angeles and loves the food. What you saying? Hood rats can't be well-spoken. Well, when I picture a hood rat, I picture like someone that you know speaks like they're from the hood. But um, Jonathan Gold does not speak like that. He speaks very well. But all right. I'll check him out. Yeah, look him up, man. He's got some great picks. You won't go wrong with Jonathan Gold, I'll tell you what. All right. All right. Well, I've already forgotten the name, but I'll have you write it down for me somewhere later. Jonathan Gold. I already forgot again. All right. Um. Cool. Well, glad to hear that. What sounds delicious. What'd you do this weekend, Austin? I, uh, I went over to a friend's house last night and watched the MMA fights. It was... Uh, Daniel Cormier's last fight and uh we had a good time because Brandon as you know only likes MMA and doesn't like anything else and the rest of us as much as we enjoy watching MMA we know nothing about it and so it was me Hotch and uh Justin and we were just talking about basketball and football while the fights were on and Brandon was getting so pissed off (laughs) he's like I want you guys to leave my house he was kidding obviously but it was his worst nightmare. He's like, I just paid $70 for this fight, and you guys are all talking about basketball. That's hilarious. So that, that felt good. And then, uh, and dude, he got 
poked in the eye so bad. The guy's finger practically disappeared in his eye. It was awful. Oh, it was so gross. And his eye was so fucked up afterwards. Jesus. Thought he was going to have a glass eye. Dude, that's like, I can't. I like MMA. It's fun to watch. But when you see shit like that, man, it fucking, it it sits in my brain for way too long. And I just, I get, I get cringy from it. It was brutal. Just, there's nothing worse than watching a finger just jab straight into someone's eyeball. But, but now that we mentioned it, I feel like you would look good with an eye patch, though. I wouldn't argue that point. I might. You're a good eye patch guy, I think. Yeah. So I'd have a, I'd have a cool one that was like, uh, had some bedazzles on it. What do you call those? Rhinestones. Uh, some rhinestones. Oh, so a rhinestone eye patch. That would be good. Yeah. Yeah, if you're if you do have one eye or you're in an eye patch situation, I think you should have one an eye patch for every occasion. I saw a lady the other day in a fucking Gucci face mask. I wanted <laughs> I'm like, how fucking pretentious can you be? Like really you're gonna you wanna stylize your face mask and show everyone that you paid probably three hundred dollars for a fucking face mask? You suck. Is it leather? I, I I didn't get that close a look at it. It just said probably not, but that would be funny if someone got a, a Gucci leather face yeah. mask for like five hundred bucks and you can't even breathe through it. It was it was fucking ridiculous. I I pity that lady that she has such a uh low s- sense of self worth that she has to make everyone think she's cool by buying stupid Gucci shit. Maybe you have it all wrong and she just has high fashion and she Maybe. You know, I don't know. I think you're just jealous because you can't afford a Gucci face mask, Julian. I'm not at all, actually. I <laughs> wish I could pull Gucci off, though. I was, I uh, subscribed to Gucci Man's uh, Instagram page the other day. And, yeah. dude, that guy can pull off some Gucci, man. Oh, he 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 uh, he lives up to his walk. name. He actually wears he actually wears Gucci. He's Dude, the real Gucci. He, man. You got to subscribe to it. It is hilarious. I thought it was just a name. No, he's he's the real deal. You should see his fucking wedding ring. It is the biggest thing I've ever seen. The diamond in it. I don't know how many carats it is, but it must be, I don't know, a million, two million dollars. His wife was videotaping him in one. And she's like, what you got going on? He goes, got two million around my neck, another million on my wrist. And she's like, that's too much money, too much money. He's like, no, how I roll. And I was just <laughs> like, Jesus, like, how do you even do that? How do you spend $2 million on some jewelry around your neck and then another million on your wrist? That's crazy. If I had the money, I would never do that. I'd be so scared of getting robbed everywhere I went. Yeah, but also you're not a rapper named Gucci Man. True. So. You guys probably have different priorities. That's true. Gucci Man, though, does protect... You know the story about Gucci Man when he tried to get robbed in his, or some people tried to rob him early in his career? What did he do? He actually like took their gun from them and shot them both dead, went to trial for it, and got let off in self-defense. Oh, yeah. I do remember that. I've heard that story. I didn't know that was him. Yeah. I couldn't remember who that Supposedly, was. Supposedly, Jeezy set him up. That's what he says. Well, we'll get to the bottom of this, I guess, another time. Let's, uh, yeah, that's interesting. I'll do all I'll, I'll Wikipedia after this and listen to some Gucci Man. Dude, I love Gucci. Is he man. the one with the ice cream cone tattooed on his face? Does he? I think so. I feel like I I'm think such so. an old man. I've I've lost touch with the Utes. He's got super ripped now too. Yeah, they all do. They all 
started going to, I wonder if all the rappers go to the same testosterone doctor. Is that the secret? You get testosterone, you get jacked I think so. Like that? That's what happens on the fire department. Wow. Wink, wink, wink. I didn't know that. Um, and on that note, I uh, did my first veggie shake today. A lot of kale in it, trying to get healthy. So uh, if I have to take several diarrhea breaks throughout uh, the podcast, I apologize. Yeah. Uh, I heard those. I know someone that drinks those veggie drinks. She drinks celery, celery juice every day, mm. and she... She has some legendary shits, apparently. Really? Yeah, she she fucking tears it up with the best of them. Well, I'd be willing to go toe-to-toe with this woman. Maybe you guys can play Battleship sometime. <clears throat> yeah, there was some celery in my shake today, so... That just doesn't... I, 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 yeah, I can't do... I can't do shit like that. I, I, I prefer to like enjoy what I eat and just eat less of it. It was kind of like a punishment because I've been... Just on a free fall, and last night I, I drank some beers and some whiskey, and I uh, ate a lot of pizza and uh, some double chocolate cake and some takis and uh, some other among other things. Had several popsicles. And by several, <laughs> I mean seven. Dude, you go so, fucking uh, harder than anyone I know. Yeah. Man. So, dude, I it, I woke up in so much pain. I haven't even eaten today. I just did the veggie shake, and and it is clearing me right out. There was a lot of kale in there, so. I'll Jeez. keep you updated throughout the hour, and uh, hopefully I make it. I'm impressed, man. That's fucking going for yeah, it. Yeah, well, it's usually like a one-day thing, and then tomorrow I'll be eating fried chicken in the bathtub. So. Oh, man. Nothing like a nice piece of fried chicken in the bathtub. Hoping this is uh, the day I turn it all around. I have faith so. in you, Austin. <sighs> whenever, Thanks, Julian. I'll be your sponsor. Whenever you're feeling like some fried chicken in the hot tub, you just text me, and I'll be like, dude, get some celery yeah right you'll be like oh you should try this place i just read on yelp they have the best fried chicken (laughs) i probably well not if i was your sponsor that's what i would do as a friend but not as your sponsor all right guys julian's you heard it here first julian's my sponsor and it's up to him to hold me accountable only if you're honest with me though austin i promise i will never lie to you julian you can lead a horse to water but you can't make him drink isn't that true that's what an old cowboy told me once (laughs) <laughs> all right all right um you ready yeah. to get these tips you can lead austin to a kale shake but you can't make him eat it or no drink it. <laughs> you hand him a piece of fried chicken that kale shakes out in the garbage <laughs> yeah <laughs> all right let's get into these tips huh fuck yeah man hmm? i'm dying to get into these tips dude i can't wait god all right i got some, i believe it i got some good turn. ones i think it is yeah, your I turn get, can't wait for your hot tips, Julian, but uh, unfortunately, it's my turn, so those are going to have to wait. Well, I guess we'll start with a shit tip then. <laughs> this is actually a great tip, and it's one of those tips that uh, you feel like you shouldn't have to tell people, but but some people don't know, so let's just get right into it. It is by Mitch Gender, okay, and uh, the tip is this. Telling someone that a movie or book has a great twist is, in itself, a major spoiler. Don't do that. This is obvious to a lot of people, and uh, for us, it goes without saying, because Julian and I are kind of movie nerds, and I, I don't know. I guess we're not, we don't have enough knowledge to be considered movie nerds, but... We like a good one of flick. Us like, 
we like a good flick, and we'd hate to have a good flick spoiled for us. So my one of my I've, biggest I've pet this, peeves. Yeah, we've and I've this has happened to both of us several times, a bunch of times, and. Even if you tell somebody nothing else about a movie, but if you say there's a big twist at the end, you already ruined it because even if the twist is not what they expect, they're always waiting. They're like, here it comes, here it comes. Whereas if you just say, oh, I like the movie, they're going to enjoy that twist much better. And someone did that to The Sixth Sense with me, and I'm going to do it to you guys because if you haven't seen The Sixth Sense by now, I'm sure someone spoiled it to you, for you. But uh, someone told me that. They're like, yeah, there's a twist at the end. You just just wait and see, and it ruined it for me. And I feel like my relationship with M. Night Shyamalan has never been the same because someone ruined that for me. But Did you call him uh, M. Night did, Shyamalan? The, I, Shyamalan, sorry. Um, I have trouble with that one. But I do have kind of a funny story that I'm not mad at. Um, my dad, my dad is, as you know, is he's not a movie nerd like us. And he's, he's not like a pretentious asshole. He just likes a good action flick. He likes Steven Seagal. He likes, he likes having one guy rip another guy's throat out and show it to him and things of that nature. Um, and well, his favorite franchise of the last 10 to 20 years is, as you may know, Taken. And when Taken came out, he went and saw it in the theater and he came out amped up. And my dad's like me, he's very monotone and he doesn't get hyped up usually. But when he came out of Taken, he like called me right away and just, you could tell he was trying to dial it down, but he was so hyped up. He told me, the whole plot of Taken. He started at the beginning <laughs> and he worked his way through and and like was just breaking down scene by scene. I remember at one point being like, damn, this is impressive. How does he even remember this? I would need a notepad. And he went all the way through and told me the ending of the movie. He just went beginning to end. I was like, damn, I've never had anyone tell me a movie beginning to end. And, and uh, I wasn't even mad. I was just, I thought it was pretty funny because I could tell he was enjoying it so much. And I still haven't to this day seen the movie. And honestly, I already forgot the ending that he told me. So, but I just thought that was, that was cute. I've never seen Taken either. Any, I've never seen any of them. Oh, you'd love it, Julian. He goes, I have a special set of skills. And that's all I remember. And I think at one point he hooked some guy's nipples up to some car batteries and let him have it. And, uh, sounds my great. I really liked that scene. So, Julian, what do you think about people ruining twists? Uh, I fucking hate it. And I have a good story to go along with that. Uh, you're here the movie Fight Club. I have heard of it. Well, I won't say whether it has a twist or not. But <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I went to go see it with my friend Garrett, who literally the entire time was like, You'll never guess. You'll never guess what happens. You'll never guess the ending. He like was telling me this before we went and saw it on the way to go see it while we were sitting there watching it in the theater, kept whispering in my ear. You'll never guess. You'll never guess. So what do I do? I start guessing and I start just like throwing out random guesses and halfway through the movie, I guess the fucking twist and he goes, what? How'd you know that? I'm like, cause you fucking kept telling me there's a twist. So I just started thinking out of the box and there I nailed it. And then you just revealed that I got it right. So you ruined the fucking movie for me, Dick. What was the twist again? It was it that the meatloaf plays Robert Paulson. No, that's uh uh three ways to high noon. <laughs> what? What the <laughs> fuck are you talking about? I just made that title up. I don't uh, know. I don't know what the fuck good, you're talking about. 
Rob, Rob, Meatloaf, the singer, plays the the guy with the huge tits, Robert Paulson. Oh, yeah. Remember? And they're like, I am Robert Paulson. I am Robert Paulson. I forgot about that. Guys, spoiler alert. If you haven't seen Fight Club, uh, go watch it. It's been 20 years. That is the spoiler. of That's the spoiler that's less less talked about. Wait, so what did you keep leaning over and guessing? You're just like... Yeah, because he kept leaning over to me. the same person as Edward Norton. Oh, he just ruined it for our listeners. I just gave a spoiler alert. It's their own fault. Oh, all right. Well, uh, yeah, I said, yeah, Brad Pitt's really Edward Norton. It's the same guy. And he, like, couldn't believe that I guessed it. And I'm like, well, thanks, A, for fucking telling me that I wasn't going to guess it so many times. I actually ended up guessing it. And B... You just gave me the answer that that is what's going to happen. So you just yeah, fucking ruined the movie. You ruined a, a great movie for me. I've never seen that movie again. Fucking really? hate that Dude, movie. Dude, I watched it again recently, and it holds up. It's a really good movie. I'm just joking. I've watched it like 20 times. I love that movie. Because when I after a twist like that, I like to go back to the movie to see all the clues that were leading up to it. Because they always like are feeding you breadcrumbs along the way. And you don't notice them until mm-hmm. you watch it a second time and you know what's happening. And then you're like, oh, they're like spelling it out for me, but it just went over my head. Yeah. They, yeah, they threw in some hints. Yeah. Um, and I totally forgot what I was going to say. Oh, yeah. I was going to say, uh, luckily, my there are some benefits to my brain not functioning, you know, as, as, as high as it should and uh, having a horrible memory. Because when people spoil things for me, a lot of times I forget. And, like, I could go back and watch a season of a show that I haven't watched in, like, a couple of years. And it's basically like watching it all over again because I forget everything. It's it's kind of sad, actually. But hmm. so much content these days. I mean, Jesus Christ. Yeah. It's a lot to keep up on. <clears throat> I actually need to find a new show. I'm uh, in between shows right now. Dude, True Detective Season 4 is coming out, I believe, next month. Oh, I never saw Season 3. Maybe I'll watch that. And uh, Season 3 was good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. Yeah. I'll check it out. Or no, wait. No, I'm sorry. Not True Detective. Fargo. Fargo season four. Oh. Oh, I, I, I actually did start watching Fargo. I forgot. Oh, okay. I'm watching it. Yeah. It's no, good. Fargan, Far, Fargan season four is uh, has Chris Rock in it, and it looks good, and Jason Schwartzman. Ooh, nice. I'm excited. Schwartzman. Is each, is each season its own contained story? Yeah. It's like True Detective where it's its own thing. Is it really a true story, the first season? No, they. That's like a thing that they do. They did it in the movie too, where they oh. just say that it's based on real events just to throw people off, but it's not. Oh, okay, I was gonna say that's fucking crazy. Yeah. Anyway, we should probably get back to these tips because we got a lot to go through, and I know you like to cut us off at an hour, Austin. So we might have to go a little mm-hmm. long on this episode. Yeah, we are. Yeah, we are off to a horrible start. I think it's a good start. Just don't cut us off at an hour like you always do. We'll see. All right. All right. So this is a this is a Jules Girth original. And it is, that's my nickname, by the way, people. Uh, go to Ace Hardware over Lowe's or Home Depot. It's much easier to find what you're looking for because it's a smaller place and they're generally better run and much friendlier and approachable than you would find at Lowe's or Home Depot. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks. I think that's their slogan. It's They live up to it, man. I went to go buy a shelf for my smoker at ace on sat friday and they 
the manager there is a smoking enthusiast and loves Traegers, and he did a seminar for me on the Traeger grill and like broke it down for me and like give me all these tips what 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 pellets to use all this stuff uh it was amazing and i'm like dude i'm never going to another hardware store again i'm gonna make the drive all the way over here just because you were such a fucking rock star it's true guys julian told me all about it this guy told him where he can get some locally grown pellets that apparently are higher quality they're not locally grown they're locally manufactured austin you can't grow wood pellets you dumbass well they could grow the trees that make the pellets they locally. Definitely do not grow the trees. They get the sawdust from probably custom wood furniture makers or something. Was that part of the presentation, Julian, or are you guessing? I there's no way they grow the trees. That's obvious. Right. We'll talk about this later, but I think you're assuming. I am assuming a obvious fact. You'd gotta be a mm. moron if you think they're growing the trees. Yeah, who's gonna grow trees in California? That sounds like a horrible idea. With the temperate climate that's perfect for growing trees. Mm, have you seen all Anyways. the forest fires we're having right now? There's like three <laughs> um, around my house currently. Like I can see the Julian, smoke in the air as we speak. You don't know anything about trees. I know that they need water and we don't got much of that. That is uh, I don't know if that's a shit tip, but it might be. Why is that a because shit tip? I think everyone, I mean, so basically there's a, like people go to Ace if it's something basic that they need. Ace has a lot of stuff and there's an Ace right by my house and I go there all the time and I love it and I support it. But there's certain times you have to go to Lowe's because uh, Ace is a fraction of the size and they have all the basic stuff you're going to need. And 95% of the time they have what you need, but sometimes you just have to go to Lowe's and get like a weird size toilet something or other. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, sometimes you do, but if you got the option and they have it at Ace, go to Ace every time, man. And some people might not know that. Some Maybe some people right. have been skipping Ace their whole life, and now we've exposed them to the better quality service you get at Ace, and I, it could be life-changing. You're right. You're right, Julian. I'm sorry. I, I was, I'm, I'm, sometimes I'm too harsh on you. Yeah, you're a real asshole sometimes. Why don't you guys write us an email and let us know what you feel, how you feel about that tip and whether you like Ace, Lowe's, or Home Depot better. And then some guy's going to drive five miles out of his way to go to Ace, drive past a Lowe's and a Home Depot, and then they're, he's going to find out that they don't have the size nut that he needs. He needs a much bigger nut. And, and then it turns into a shit tip, and it's just the whole thing from there. But anyways. Not everyone's nuts are as big as yours, Austin. Yeah, I know. Anywho, that's all I've got. Okay, well, it's your turn, so I hope you got more. I'm very hungry, and uh, I didn't mean to lash out at you. Hey, this is actually a perfect time to go into this tip, because this is a a kind-hearted tip, and this is a good way to bring us us back up when we're feeling down. Even then, we're both feeling down right now. (laughs) I'm not feeling down. Well, you're about to be. Oh, okay. After I give you this tip. Just kidding. It's brought to you by Assorted Crap. That's a that's a good name. Assorted Crap. And this tip is if you're a Redditor, such as ourselves, and you're looking to give yourself a happier day, follow positive subs like ah, uh, get motivated, human being bros, 
made me smile and unfollow negative subs like public freakout, relationship advice, justice served, or any Karen type of sub or sub with violent content. And we've talked about this a lot, not not this directly, but we've talked about the importance of, of avoiding negativity when possible. And, and I, for a while, I know I got sucked into negativity on social media platforms and there's something about it that's addicting, addictive, you know, getting sucked into this negative stuff, but it's a bad, it's a bad form of addictive. And for some reason you're craving something that makes you feel uncomfortable and, uh, and you should try to avoid that as much as possible. So if you're going to be mindlessly wasting your time on your phone or computer going through random internet pages, uh, why not make it positive and something that'll put a smile on your face and something that will make you happy? Julian, what do you, what do you think about that? Positivity is the way to be. And yeah, the more you expose yourself to negative stuff, uh, the more likely you are to get into a down mood. So bring some positivity into your life and you'll be much happier. I feel different people can handle a different amount of negativity. Like there's certain things that bother me and certain things that don't like, I have no problem, uh, watching justice served, uh, reddits. And I also, but I also love like awe and stuff, but like Reddit never really gets me down. I choose what I click on. And, and, and if it's, if I'm not in the mood for something negative, I just brush over it and I don't click on it. But, um, another really good one that I like, which is kind of middle ground is hold my Cosmo. Have you ever watched? Dude, I just started following that Dude, last week. Hold my Cosmo is my favorite. It's uh, there are some really good ones. It's just a bunch of videos of girls generally drunk, eating shit in various ways. Uh, it is hilarious. It's like yeah, you know, there's the hold my beer thing. Yeah, which I has gotten so played out. I cringe whenever I hear that when someone goes hold my beer, but uh. There is some really funny shit on there. Did you see the one where the guy was just, the husband was sitting at the dining room table on his laptop and the lady just runs in drunk as fuck and just flips over the chair and falls on the table or falls on the ground under the table and the guy doesn't even flinch. I did not see that one. And for some reason they had a, a camera recording everything. Anyways, that's probably the worst thing I can do is try to explain videos. Yeah. <laughs> on a podcast a few others that are really good which are spin-offs of hold my beer are hold my juice box which is little kids and then there's hold my fries which is uh people that are overweight and uh i forget what the others are but those are all really funny hmm. hold my juice box isn't generally kids getting hurt by the way it's generally kids doing funny things i mean i follow an instagram page called kids getting hurt and i think that's okay Okay, well, as a as a chi- as a childless parent, you, I I can tell you it's okay, and they they don't show kids getting seriously hurt. It's not like oh, watch that kid get paralyzed. It's usually just kids flopping over in some way that is funny, and then they're fine. Yeah, I think that there's an unspoken rule with uh, any kids getting hurt pages or websites that uh, if they get badly injured, you have to you don't put it on there. Yeah, I don't like seeing anyone get badly injured. I don't care what you are. Um, no, I don't either. That's that's not fun for me. Anyway, um, but yeah, but but I think like it. And it all depends on how these affect you. If you can, if you can go scroll through Reddit and and see negative stuff and kind of look over it, brush over it, then that's fine. But just depending on what kind of person you are, you know, I think 
and it's kind of who you follow. And if you follow those things, you're going to see it more and more and it's going to affect you more and more. And that's why I I don't even follow any of that shit because I feel like you can't avoid it in society enough where it's going to hit you either way. So I purposely just follow things that I'm interested in and and things that make me happy. So do you find yourself desensitized to it? Cause you see so much horrible shit at work all the time. Uh, not really. I mean, I guess I get desensitized to it at work, but when I'm when I'm at home and I separate myself from it, I, I still don't like to see it. And I feel like just I feel like seeing it so much at work, it builds up to the point where honestly, I don't like to see it. Like I don't like hearing true crime stuff, and I don't like seeing all that because I, I don't want any more of it. You know? Yeah. I guess I don't know. I'm still trying to figure it out. All right. But uh, but yeah, I, I have no interest in it. Well, all this talk of injury leads me into my next tip perfectly, and it is from Penny Neck, Um, and it is dull knives are significantly more dangerous than sharp ones. Dull knives don't behave in the same ways you expect a sharp knife to. Sometimes they'll stray from the straight cut that you're trying to do, so don't neglect your knives. Keep them sharpened, and you might save yourself a finger. Great tip. A dull knife is awful to use. And yes, it will definitely slip and you will definitely have a much higher chance of cutting yourself badly than using a very sharp knife, which will just slice with ease. So I sharpen my knives all the time and I got a really nice sharpener for like 20 bucks on Amazon that uh, does a hell of a job. Is it one of those electric ones or? No, it's uh, got three slots, one for American blades, one for Japanese or Asian blades, and one for uh, European blades. I guess they all have different shaped blades, um, so they all need to be sharpened with a different sharpener. So, hmm. yeah. You just, for some reason, you just know that the Japanese blades are the best. I've just used that anyways and try to pretend that I was using a Japanese blade. I have a Japanese blade that I got for Christmas a couple of years ago, and it is the fucking best. It is so good. It's like a, I want to say it's like a $200 knife. Um, oh, look who's bragging. It, I didn't buy it. I got it for Christmas. Um, but, dude, it's fucking amazing. Like, I, I cut a watermelon the other day. It was like you barely feel the watermelon. That's how it's, it's just like slicing through air it's nuts damn um that is uh, i can vouch for this tip personally because at work we have old knives that are very dull because we mistreat them and they're not very good and so i've made a point to sharpen it every time before i use it just to make it reasonable because maybe not no more than two weeks ago i was cutting vegetables with a dull knife and it I pushed down and it was so dull that it didn't break the surface and slipped and hit my finger. And, uh, I saw my whole life flash before my eyes. It was hit hard as fuck, but it didn't cut it very bad. Luckily, because it was so dull, which I guess has its benefits, but, but yeah, I always avoid using a dull knife. It makes cooking and it just makes it less fun of an experience because it's a pain in the ass. Yeah. But, uh, a little bonus tip for cutting fruits such as tomatoes and, vegetables that are light similar uh use a serrated knife it's much better mm. i didn't know that give that, Austin. A tri- give that a try this week julian i will do i you have a serrated that. knife i do when we get off here why don't you go and cut a tomato in half with a serrated knife and let, come back and let me know how you feel 
I did so much cutting yesterday. I'm taking a break. All right. Well, maybe tomorrow. I'm going to let you rest. All right. Today you'll rest. I actually do have to make some pizza dough today, so that doesn't involve cutting, but I will be doing some cutting tomorrow for the pizza toppings. All right. Well, you have to fill us in next week, huh? I will. Okay. All right. Well, thanks, Julian. That was a great tip. No problem. I love those short tips that... uh, the, the dig deep, the cut deep. Ha, no pun intended, right, Austin? Sorry. You're such a fucking cheese ball. I mean, <laughs> oh, God, I need to get a sharp knife and take it to my throat after this. I'm such an idiot. Okay, guys, well, that's a good segue into uh, everyone's favorite segment, Austin's Parent Corner. Parenting tips oh. from a childless parent. Hey, why don't you... Why don't you come over here and sit on Uncle Austin's lap and let him tell you a parenting tip? Hey, kids. Yeah. Come over and sit on Uncle Austin's lap and let me teach you a thing or two about parenting. And people always say, oh, Austin, you don't have kids. You don't know what it's like. Yeah, that's true. But that not having kids allows me to stand in the corner with my arms crossed and quietly judge everything that I hate about what you're doing. Right? That's fair. Yeah, sure. I don't know. You're going to be so stacked with tips when you finally do have a kid. If I do ever accidentally have a kid, I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to have so many tips piled up that I'm going to raise a good kid. And I'm going to start with this tip right here. And it is brought to you by user LOL underscore commies. Not commies like commies like camiseta. Oh. It's 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 Spanish, Julian. Not like communists? No. I don't believe so. And the tip is this. Uh, always tell little kids that their helmet is cool. And that's it. That's the whole tip. And you can imagine why. Can I guess? Because obviously the truth truth is obviously wearing a helmet's not cool. It fucking looks you look like a dork. It's uncomfortable. It's hot. And it sucks. But all, with all that being said, it is important because it'll keep your melon from getting cracked open. And uh, I think if you start at a young age telling kids that their helmet's cool, they can be brainwashed into hopefully getting used to wearing it and uh, wear it as an adult. And uh, maybe one day it'll save their life. Well, I think there's a great tip um, because I'm a big helmet wearer. I always wear one no matter how stupid I look. And it's very important. I always say I'd rather look like a dork than be dead. Uh but there are some cool looking helmets now for different activities. Like there's a company I just bought a helmet from called Thousand. They're based out of LA, I believe. They make a cool looking helmet, man. You you can go pick up chicks in that helmet, no problem. And uh I feel like snowboarding and skiing helmets have become fashionable now and like everyone's in them, so they like them. And so you should train your kids young to, you know, think a helmet's cool and think that protecting yourself from a potential disaster is a cool thing to do. Right. Like how I hate helmets, not because I care about how it looks, but it's just so uncomfortable for me. And it, now that we have like wireless, you know, I wear my AirPods when I ride and my helmet fucks with it. And it's, I hate everything about it, but I just, I just force myself to wear it because it, you know, it's like, yeah, I've, I've never fallen. I well, I guess I have, but I, you probably won't fall and you can protect yourself in a lot of ways, but there that all it takes is one time. Yeah. To crack your noggin open and you're never the same. So 
wear your helmets and tell kids that their helmets look cool and yeah and honestly as far as looks go nobody cares nobody like sees someone riding by without a helmet I'm like that guy's fucking cool man like really looks don't matter it's just try to find a helmet that you're comfortable with and the more you wear it the more you'll get used to it yeah and you're a big pansy anyway you don't like anything the slightest that causes you the slightest amount of discomfort it's true julia and i are opposite like that um i am i'm a real pansy like i don't like to have anything in my pockets i don't like to sit down with my wallet in my back pocket every time i sit down somewhere i take everything out of my pockets whereas julian will have cargo shorts and he like forgot that he had 50 pounds of gravel in each pocket and then he has a 90 pound backpack on and uh you know three helmets like julian and i used to go hiking i compare him to a mule you can oh yeah no it was at a music festival i would just strap i would just start strapping my things onto julian's body and uh and he didn't even notice or care he would just walk around with it and and i'd grab grab things off as i needed so you know i put like four folding chairs on top of him uh you know bring my kettlebell in case i decide to work out in between shows you can strap whatever you want to julian and he does not give a shit and he'll sit in his house all day with his pockets full to the brim. He'll be at his house, not going anywhere. And he's got his wallet in his pocket, even though it's like eight inches thick. Full <laughs> Costanza wallet. He's got his keys on there, which is like a girl keychain with like a thousand keys on it. It could, you know, dude, it's a, he's showing it right now. It's a, it's a full janitor keychain. <laughs> and, and he does not care. He does not notice. So I don't, I don't know what your secret is, Julian, but you're, you're a real mule. I'm not a pansy. That's my secret. And that's not just because you have an oversized penis. You're just a mule in <laughs> a lot of different ways. Well, there's some benefits to being a mule, and one of them's a big old dick. <laughs> um, hey. God bless you. What can I do? That's what I was born with, man. Comes with territory. You got a small dick like Austin, then everything bothers you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, it's so true. <laughs> Maybe that's a good uh, way to gauge guys' dick size is, hey, does this bother you? Oh, you must have got a small little dick. Uh, yeah. How good are you at dealing with discomfort? <laughs> well, because when you got a big dick, dick, you got to deal with a, quite a bit of discomfort because it gets in the way a lot. That's true. You've been, you've been lugging that thing around your whole life. So what's another 40 pounds matter? Yeah, man. It's, it's uh no joke. You, I've, I've caught that thing under some weights at the gym before and you name it. Yeah. I've done it. It's, it's not, it's not as easy as they make it look in the movies. Let me tell you folks. Not me. I'm not, I'm used to being free and I'm not used to having anything weigh me down. So yeah, you're light as a feather down there. <laughs> um, uh, let's move on, huh? All right. Tell your kids their helmet's cool. So this one comes from Major X64, and it is, when taking quick trips where you won't get out of the car, take your dogs with you. They will enjoy the enrichment of seeing the outside world with you, and it will condition them to be more relaxed and well-behaved in the car for future trips. I love this tip. I bring my dog anywhere that's like dog friendly. I bring my dog with me, uh, you know, going to Home Depot, Lowe's. Actually, I go to Ace, as you know. Um, <laughs> I bring Tiny with me and he loves it. He's he's really uh, 
enjoys just getting out of the house because think about it. They're like trapped in your house for most of their life. It's a it's a, you know, 1500 square foot prison for them. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, dog that has a really good home, comfortable setting, air condition and all the food and water you can handle. You're always going to be able to find dogs in worse conditions than your dog. But no, yeah, trust me. Go drive through South Tucson. You'll see a lot of uh, chain link fences with dogs that spend their entire time outside. It's pretty sad. Oh, it's awful. I fucking hate people that mistreat their animals. No, that I was just I was just uh, busting your chops a little bit, Julian. I think that's a great tip. Um, like, what difference does it make? Let the dog will have the fucking time of their life. Uh, just get them get them out there. And there, uh, there are very few dogs that don't like being in the car. So it makes it makes the ride more pleasurable for me too because I just see all the happiness he has, and it makes me happy that I'm able to give him so much happiness. And guys, the reality of it is, Julian, if Julian can bring his dog, who's the biggest bitch-ass dog that you can imagine, out in public, then you can bring your dog. I promise you that it'll be easier for you than it is for him, because that dog is such a little old man. He hates everybody and everything. Not true. No offense. Just, he's very territorial. He's very territorial. As soon as he's out of our house, all that goes away. It's only when he's in our house that he's very territorial. Oh, really? How come he bit my niece's lip? Away from your house. Well, because she fucking <laughs> I'm just got in his face. <laughs> There's only so much. She got up in his face. What was he supposed to do? There's only so much a dog can take. I'm just kidding. That was a situation of a little kid and a frustrated dog. Yeah. Meeting at the wrong place at the wrong time. Yeah. But that's a good tip. And hey, while you're at it, stop by a coffee shop and get them one of those pup cups. Uh, every coffee shop in town is going to give whipped cream for the dog. Yeah, they love that. And here's another tip. While you're doing that, get your dog a little seatbelt harness. I have one for my dog because you never know when you got to slam those brakes on. You don't want your dog flying into the dashboard of your car and getting hurt. So strap them in. Are those airbag friendly, Julian? What? the? My dog's so light he doesn't even set off the airbag sensor in my car. So it's not a problem for him. I didn't know they made dog harnesses. Yeah, I got one. You put your seatbelt through it. All this time I've been putting my dog under the seatbelt with me, hoping that would be enough. <laughs> That's horrible. You're going to kill that dog. <laughs> uh, all right. All right. Thanks, Julian. That's a good tip. Thanks. Thank you, Major X64. Great tip. What was that? Dog corner? Pet corner. Come over here and Pet. sit on Uncle Julian's lap and let me rub your belly. <laughs> Uh, I don't think I want to. That was for an animal, Austin. I wouldn't rub your belly with a 10-foot pole. You got all kinds of lint and shit on there. Well, now I do kind of want it. Okay, this is a tip brought to us by Still underscore Annie. And it is stop feeling guilty about not doing anything when you have a day off. Give yourself permission to relax without worrying about what you think you should be doing. And this... This tip has stipulations. It's not for everybody. If you've been doing nothing for 15 days straight, then you can go ahead and ignore this tip. But if you're like the average person and you're overworked and underpaid and overstressed uh, and you just feel like you're never catching up, when you finally do get a chance to sit back and relax, don't allow yourself to be think about what you could be doing. If you're overworked, try to... Well, I guess, first of all, get ahead of it and plan time for yourself to relax and tell yourself that it's going to be downtime and allow yourself to enjoy it. 
because there's so many times with a lot of people, myself, I, I experience this all the time, that you don't plan your relaxation time and then you get stressed or anxious and you can't get yourself to do anything. And so you're like, fuck it. I'm counting. To, I'm calling today off. I'm just going to sit here and relax. But the whole time you're thinking about what you should be doing and it, you're basically just wasting it because you're not relaxing. You're not dealing with your anxiety and you're not getting whatever it is that you want to get done. So get ahead of it. Plan your, your time off. And if for whatever reason you get overstressed or overworked and uh, and you feel like you need it, allow you know make a conscious decision to give yourself that time. Allow yourself to enjoy it. And, uh, and realize that it is a necessary part of life and it is helping your overall quality of life. And Julian, I'm going to tell you, I don't appreciate you typing over there while I'm trying to do a tip. I feel like you're not even listening to me. And uh, <laughs> who, who am I talking to here? I was listening. Well, I'm I sorry, just... Julian. Am I bothering you? No. Do you have something? Is there, do you have some place to be right now? <laughs> Other than this podcast, I was just saying every word you said. I yeah. just thought it would be good to check into our email before the episode. You're done. checking our email right now. <laughs> well, no, I was making sure that we didn't Dude, have a gee email I'm that we had partner. to address. Gee, me and you were starting a new podcast <laughs> called was, mostly t- I, mostly tips. Julian's not invited. Hey, believe it or not, pay attention. I was paying attention the entire time. I heard okay, every word I you say. said. You were talking about. <laughs> How important it was to <laughs> fuck you. I'm leaving. I did. I was listening. I just forgot because I've had four cocktails. Oh Jesus! Here we go again. Drunk Julian. Oh good lord, Julian. Give do the next tip. Okay, you better pay attention to this one, folks. Um, I'm sure it's going to be really. Really great. It is a good one. And it comes from I've got cheese blasters. Cheesy blasters. I've got cheesy blasters. And it is check your states and the states you've lived in before unclaimed property program to see if you're due any money. Uh, when my dad died, I did this and I found some money that the Arizona owed him. Uh, so yeah, you never know what it is, but there's unclaimed property out there. What? You didn't tell me about that. Yeah. How much was it? I don't remember. It was like a few thousand dollars. Um, that's still pretty cool. Yeah. So, and it would have just sat there forever if he didn't, if I didn't go in and claim it. But instead Julian was able to use it on, uh, speakers. No, I added it to my, uh, I split it with my brother and I. And then used your half on speakers. I bought the speakers after. so. And Luke used his half probably on speakers also or maybe a keyboard. Yeah, uh, probably a synthesizer. Luke's big into that. He's probably yeah. got like $50,000 worth of synthesizers in his house. That boy loves synthesizers. He does, which I don't blame him. I bought one and they're fucking fun. Mm-hmm. It's a good time. It is. No little, doubt. Little tip for you. But yeah, go check it out. He might be owed some money. And that's only if someone dies. No, you can. They might owe you money. I just did it because my dad. Who was, is this? The government? Yeah, like your state can have unclaimed property and they'll have money waiting for you. Like, I think for my dad, it was for like a uh, tax refund that he never claimed. Um, Who do I contact? Can I get a website? Uh, just type in unclaimed property, Arizona. And it'll take you there. All right. Thanks, Julian. 
no problem. Feels like uh, kind of a half-hearted tip, like uh, maybe you ran out of tips, and you, it's like that episode of The Office when there was a, they were doing a Secret Santa, and Creed forgot a gift, so he just threw an old shirt in a bag and gave it to Jim. I never saw that episode, but that feels that's kind of what you did. No, that was a genuine tip. I saw that. I was like, oh yeah, I, I should tell people about that because it actually worked for me. <laughs> no, I know. Sorry, I'm in a bad mood, Julian. I'm taking it out on you. You're a sweet kid. You're and you have great tips. Fucking cocksucker, Austin. <laughs> I know. I am. I am. Guys, listen to listen to Julian. Not that there's anything wrong with hey, there's nothing wrong with sucking cock, by the way. No, of course not. Just 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 the way Austin does it. He does it all wrong. A lot of teeth, not enough tongue is how I I'm just all teeth. And no ball tickling either. He neglects the balls. Well, I don't enjoy it. I feel like I'm doing a job when I'm down there. Well, if you're gonna do it, do it right. I I mean, I'm I'm a straight man. I don't know why I keep finding myself in situations where I have to do this. Well, why don't you uh, learn a thing or two and quit putting yourselves in those situations? But if you are in the situation, do it right, man. I guess, yeah, I mean, I guess if you're whatever the job is, if you're going to do it, you might as well do your best. That's what my dad always told me. Yeah, exactly. So I want to make him proud. And let's just move on. I feel like I'm going to, in a dangerous direction here. Okay. Um, <laughs> I, just, I just started talking about my dad while I was talking about giving BJs, and I don't even want to go there. Your dad loves BJs, though. That's probably why. Yeah, but he wouldn't be. He would doesn't want me to give him one. No, but he probably be proud that you give a good one. He prefers to get one from you know a random woman that he meets at the bar. Has he? In the has in he the told you about driver's this? seat of his Corvette? <laughs> and then he gets in and he goes, "Hey, did you read the bumper sticker?" And she goes, "No." And he goes, "Read the bumper sticker." And she opens the door and goes out back and looks at it and it says, "Ask gas or grass. No one rides for free." <laughs> And he goes, you got any gas? She goes, no. He goes, you got any grass? She goes, no. He goes, you know what to do. Well, you got an ass. My, I'm sorry, Dad. He doesn't have a Corvette, and he doesn't have a bumper sticker either. He used to have a Corvette. And he would never disrespect a woman like that. It was yellow, wasn't it? No. He had a red Corvette. Oh, it was red. Oh, your pasture, your pasture had a yellow Corvette. <laughs> yeah. The pastor at the old church had a yellow Corvette with a custom license plate. But I won't go into the details. Austin used to go to a church called the Cool Church. Mm-hmm. And the guy had a ponytail or a mullet? <laughs> <laughs> he had a mullet. Yeah, he had a fucking stupid commercial. Like, come to the Cool Church. And bleach blonde hair, bleach blonde tips spiked. Yeah. He had like, a, for those of you who watch basketball, it was like a Chris Mullen flat top that was bleach blonde with a long mullet hair in the back, like eight inches down. It was, covered his whole neck. How cool is that church? Uh, it, there are disagreements on how cool it is, but they they rebranded and they changed the name, and uh, I, it ended up not being for me. So what's it now? The Rad Church, the Awesome Church. It's called no. Nah, they just like I think they realized that the cool church and his haircut was like super nineties. So I think he went and got like some marketing company, and they're like, "Hey, dude, you got to lose the haircut." And so he's like, all right, cool. And he just cut off the mullet and kept the uh, spiked bleach blonde flat top. That is so ridiculous how much money those fuckers make just spewing bullshit to people that are listening and uh, just raking in cash, not paying any taxes and driving around their yellow Corvettes with their cool mullets. Uh, I know, but I, 
I don't know. I don't want to get into it. I don't want to disrespect my dad going there, you know. Yeah. He's uh, a he's a long-time listener, first-time caller. <laughs> and uh he's going to be very disappointed in you, Julian. Uh, sorry. I I don't want to spoil anything, but the Bible's fiction. It shouldn't be in the non-fiction section. <laughs> Spoiler alert, Julian. <laughs> oh, come on. There's no talking snakes and no one that can spread water with their hands. Well, not anymore. They used to do that stuff. They don't do that anymore. Oh yeah, I forgot game. I forgot about Game of Thrones. They did all kinds of stuff like that. Oh, you don't believe that a couple kids saw a talking snake and it told her not to eat a piece of fruit, and she did it, and because of it, we're all living in a world of sin that's imperfect because she, the teenage girl, ate the fruit and she wasn't supposed to, and she was caused by that guy's rib. The guy's rib made a woman, and he was made out of a piece of dust. And Moses parted the Red Sea, and Noah had a big wooden boat that had two of every species of animal in the entire world. <laughs> Julian, you don't believe that? Well, now What's that you put it that way, well, I'm sorry, Julian, more... I know you're such a hard sell. <laughs> it sounds more reasonable when you tell it, Austin. And then Jesus got locked in a cave and he came in as a zombie and there was some stuff with the cross and there's a bunch of other stuff, but it all checks out as far as I'm concerned. Sounds about right. And it's never happened again in history, any of those things, so... It was just a special period of time in the world. Yeah, God could make things a lot easier if he just did one quick press conference. He could solve so many wars and life battles and issues and arguments. That's my one of my favorite uh, South Park episodes is when God comes down and he's like half hippopotamus, half whatever raccoon. Oh, that was like a real old one. That was when I still watched. Yeah, yeah, and, and he he's came like, down and he's like, "I'll answer one question for humanity." And Kyle asks why he hasn't gotten his period yet. And he because <laughs> you're a boy and boys don't get their period. And everyone gets so mad at him. Oh, because he had one question that anyone could ask and he wasted it on that? Yeah, because Cartman, Cartman, Cartman lied or Cartman thought that having blood in his shit was having his period and he was bragging about having his period. And then didn't he go at the end, he goes, they're like, all right, we'll tell us which religion's got it right. And he goes, Mormons. Mormons got it right. No, that was a different episode. Oh. Because uh, they all went to hell. It was the episode where uh, Saddam Hussein goes to hell, and they're, like, uh, reading out people's names and signing them to different places, and they read out some Christians' names, and they're like, but I've been a devout Christian. He's like, sorry, the correct answer was Mormon. Mormon oh, was okay, the correct answer. Right. And all the Mormons go to heaven. So they send Saddam Hussein to heaven, uh, because he's enjoying himself so much in hell that ha- hanging out with a bunch of Mormons becomes his hell. Man, this is a tough episode for our Christian listeners. I'm sorry, guys. We'll we'll bounce back next week with some some JC related tips. No, we won't. If no, we won't. I will. I'm gonna have all Christian tips next week. I've never been to church, so that's why you're so. That's why you've gone so far astray. Actually, I, I take that back. I did go to church when I was four. My dad was going to church for some reason for a little while, but then he quit because they kept asking him for money. So he's like, fuck you. That's a deal, baby. All right, let's move on, huh? Okay. What was the last one? Uh, Your turn. It was check your state's unclaimed property program. Oh, man, we really strayed away there. Okay, this is by Pretty Little Reddit-D. I feel like we should maybe we should just stop reading the names and we'll just put them in the liner notes if anyone cares because it's not like anyone's going to be able to tell what the fuck 
They're no, but us saying it. if they hear their name on the podcast, they're like, oh, shit, they chose my name. You're like, like, oh, my God, those Just the Tips guys gave me a shout out. Yeah. I think right. we keep the names. I'd okay, want to hear fine. my name. All right. You own 51%, so it looks like it stays. Uh, this tip is if you personally know someone you admire who you wish you were more like, don't just focus on the things that they do. Look at the things that they don't do. Julian, what do you think about that? Uh, I think that's great because, yeah, uh, life's not just about what you do. It's what you don't do. Like, you don't suck dick for Coke, okay? And uh, if your idol's not sucking dick for Coke, neither should you, man. Get that shit the old-fashioned way with some good old money. Um, you know? Yeah, but what if you don't have any money? Then pick a cheaper drug. Okay. Um, Julian uh, was was kidding, but I think this is a good tip. Uh, I was not kidding. Do not suck dick for Coke. <clears throat> you guys don't have to listen to him. <laughs> but I just think it's so often that we look at, you know, there's a lot of times you'll see someone, you know, maybe somebody you work with, maybe a friend or someone in passing. Or a stranger on the internet, and you're like, damn, they really have it all figured out. You know, they seem to be organized, and they're healthy, and they do things the right way. And, uh, or whatever it is, whatever it is that you're looking to do that you're not doing, maybe look at what they're not doing. Like, hey, I couldn't help but notice that that guy with the abs that I work with doesn't eat three donuts for breakfast every morning like I do. He eats oatmeal. Maybe that has something to do with, with what's going on here. And a lot of times uh, when you when you start looking at that, you'll find that maybe you have some kind of habit or hobby or just a little thing that you're doing on a daily or weekly basis that may be holding you back from achieving those those dreams that you've been dreaming about. I, Yeah, that's exactly right. Um, you know, I think another one is like gossiping. Like you don't see a lot of well-to-do people gossiping about other folks generally because they have pretty good confidence about themselves and they don't need to bring other people down to bring themselves up. You know, there's all kinds of bad habits that you see people doing and, and, and that, that you may not idolize. And then the, the people you idolize, I imagine aren't doing those habits. So. Right. And actually I thought, I thought of a good example. Um, so the, at my, I work with this guy who on a different shift, he's always positive, you know, and like in my job, uh, you know, it's a like, we like the job and I love, I love this job and all, but, um, there are a lot of times that things happen where it's hard to stay positive. Cause you're like, Oh God, why is this person such an idiot? Why is this person doing this? It's so fucking unnecessary. I hate people and start overthinking things. And I notice what this guy doesn't do is he doesn't overthink things. He just goes, hey, it's out of my control. I'm not going to waste time thinking about it. He's like, I'm just going to think about the positive. And so he just brushes it off because it's out of his control. And he's always happy. He's always chipper. And he's doing the same thing as me. There you go. Does that, does that make sense? Tip. Yeah. He brushes off the negativity and reigns in the positivity. Kind of like what mm. you were saying earlier. Um, and so it gives him a, a, a little bit more of a pep in his step. Mm-hmm. You're doing the same. It's all in your head, guys. Life is what you make it. I always try and be positive. I fucking hate negativity. In fact, 
I kind of hate negativity to a, a, a debilitating degree because I, I don't know. Yeah, to a fault because I don't know how to deal with it. Like negativity to me just like doesn't process and I don't understand negative situations. I avoid them and uh, I just try and like keep 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 a smile on my face. I try to do that too. And I think it's because I used to be super negative and everyone called me negative Nancy at school, Julian included among other things. And I was like, I don't like uh, being the guy who everyone associates with being negative, even though I think I'm just being real and you guys are all delusional assholes. But anyways, I kind of took it to heart heart, because I was like, there's probably a reason why they keep calling me negative Nancy. And so I uh, started trying to be more positive about things over the years. And I think it's naturally helped me to where I'm kind of like Julian where, I mean, I, I say shit here, but it's kind of just, in, I'm kind of joking. Uh, like Julian, I hate negativity to the point where I try to avoid it. And I think it's probably to a fault for both of us because I think in life, there's a certain point where like you, you know, this is kind of like a, a mindfulness type practice. Like you're going to have good feelings and you're going to have bad. And if you always ignore the bad ones, you're essentially just brushing them under the rug rug and they'll come back later, most likely. Whereas sometimes you got to sit with it and, and feel the negative emotion and, and get through it. And I think that gives you progress and that you get closure on whatever that is or you cope with it in a way and, and then are kind of able to move on. But also, you there's a, a lot of positivity and just being positive and making the best of situations. And, you know, like we're saying, thing, life is what you make of it. And, you know, you're going to a lot of times things are out of your hand and there's no point in stewing over it. So just make the best of it. And and you'd be surprised what will happen, guys. I think you really will. Yeah. I mean, Austin's nicknames now changed to micro penis Austin mm-hmm. and it's it's been all the better for him. Yeah. I was really excited to get a new nickname. Was not crazy about the one that, that they chose. But, uh, you know, I, hey, I'm not negative Nancy anymore. So I, I guess I'm making progress. Nope. You embrace it like little Dicky, and it works for you. Yeah. So, but we'll talk about that later. I was I had a couple other nicknames I wanted to run by you guys, but uh, we'll talk about that later. Okay. You just let us know. We'll see what sticks. Okay. All right. Here's a tip for me from Julian's cooking corner, and it is. Damn, we're getting a lot of proprietary tips today, huh? Yeah. No. No. You're this actually a very wise man. Sorry, this doesn't come from me. This oh. is just a cooking tip, and I do You're a lot of them. It. So I do it for my corner. That's the cooking corner. Okay. It comes from it. KFC 112. Uh, okay. And it is, don't waste eggs. If you're thinking of throwing out eggs because they're past their sell-by best before date, don't. There's a simple test to tell if eggs are still good or not. And it is, place the egg in a bowl of water. If it sinks... It's good. If it floats, throw it out. Eggs stay good for a really long time, by the way. And like months, you can have eggs in your fridge. And Really? I, you don't need to listen to those, those dates they put on there, huh? No. They're obviously trying to get you to throw them away and buy more eggs. That's funny. Uh, I just learned that tip last week. Did you? I never um, knew about it. Veronica did it. Here's another tip, bonus tip for you. If you want some really good eggs, get the Happy Egg brand. They're um, uh, cageless and raised in a pasture. And, dude, those you can tell the difference. The egg yolk is dark and much more flavorful than those fucking 
poor chickens that are just locked in little cages. And What's the brand out. called? Happy Eggs. Happy Eggs. You can get them at most grocery stores. They're more expensive. Like, you know, a dozen eggs is normally like four bucks. They're like six dollars, but it is well worth it, in my opinion. They taste way better. And you're doing the right thing. The chickens are happy. Yeah. So go for the happy eggs and you'll be happy you did. Unless they float, then throw them out. Okay. So. Okay. That's my tip. That's a good tip. Have you ever had a bad egg? No, I don't think I have. Not that I've recognized. I've had one. It was a duck egg that I bought from an Asian market and it was awful. Like I almost threw up. It was so gross tasting. Hmm. It can't be as bad as like rotten milk, right? Uh, yeah, it's worse, I think, because rotten milk is like a a flavor that you like know what to expect. I don't think with oh, an egg you know what to expect. So bad. Yeah. Dude, the egg was like, awful. This is weird. I thought hey. I thought it was just like, oh, this is a interesting smelling egg. And then I tried it. I was like, ugh. Hey, Julian, I have to pee so bad. Do you want to wrap it up or do you want to, do you have more tips you need to share? I just have a shit tip and then we can wrap it up. How much longer is it going to take? Should I go pee or do you want to wait? It's a shit tip. It'll take two seconds. All right, let's go. Cause I am hurting over here. I just drink a lot of water and coffee. Okay. Oof. Don't waste your, it comes from Vindo Viper who should be ashamed of himself for this shit tip. Don't waste time chopping garlic with a knife. A cheese grater produces fine slices with far less effort. So here's some things you didn't take into consideration, Vindo Viper. When you're fucking trying to uh, grate some garlic, you're going to cut your fingers pretty close to the end there. It's not a very big piece of vegetable, and you're going to slice your finger open. And on top of that... How much fucking time are you spending chopping garlic? How about get some knife skills and you can chop out a piece of garlic in like 10 seconds. Uh, I find chopping garlic is easy and not an issue at all. Or you can get a garlic press and just fucking press it down. There's so many better things you can do. I did not realize that you were so passionate about garlic, Julian. Well, people are lazy with garlic, man. They don't know. Like, they think it's such a big deal to chop garlic. It's a fucking easy. It is. I am one of those people. I fucking hate dealing with garlic. Why? Getting the, getting the little paper thin shit off. And then do you, you know gotta, how to do I that? I just use, dude, use a jar of minced garlic and I just use twice as much. That's, oh, that's it. come on. I don't Austin. have time for that bullshit. No wonder your food tastes like shit. Here's how to get rid of that paper on the outside you take the clove put it on the cutting board take the flat side of your knife put it on top of it and press down crush it. i already know about that trick and i know a bunch of other garlic tricks you've never even heard of make your head spin well then why are you having so much problems with garlic austin you know another thing you can do sorry i have to pee so bad i'm getting very snappy um you can get two bowls of the same size or cup with a lid on it and put the garlic with like the wrapper on it and shake it up and it'll knock it'll knock all that stuff loose. Okay. Great. So Well, sounds like dude, you shouldn't be complaining minced about garlic, minced garlic in a jar is so easy. Or you can just get a garlic mincer, it tastes way better. Garlic is a very, very high maintenance vegetable or herb or whatever it is. The only thing I hate about garlic is how sticky it is. It gets all your fingers. No. It does. It sure does. Yeah. All right, so we lead them out with a song. Is there a song you want to sing? Yeah. Uh, I think we're going to switch genres, and we're going to do mm. Bohemian Rhapsody. Ooh. 
That sounds good. Do you know it? You want to do a duet? Probably. I mean, probably. All right. I'll I think start I learned off. it from watching Wayne's World 20 years ago. It's the first song I ever memorized, actually. Are I got we gonna do Wayne. the whole thing? Because it's like eight minutes long. No, I got the I got the uh, Wayne's World soundtrack when I was in third grade. I memorized the entire thing, and this was the first song I remembered. All right, we'll so do fifteen seconds worth. Mama, just Ooh. oh shit! You fucked it up. We're starting over. Jesus Scared. Christ! All right, cut. All right, ready? I'm gonna Action. sing, and then when I stop, you can chime in if you want. I thought we were gonna go straight to the exciting part. Where it was I see a little silhouette, you know. No, you got to build up. Oh, okay. Mama just killed a man. Put a gun against his head. Pulled my trigger. Now he's dead. Mama, life had just begun. But now I've gone and thrown it all away. You keep going all through the drums. Mama! Ooh, ooh. Didn't mean to make you cry. I'm not boom, back again boom, this time tomorrow. Boom, carry boom, on. Boom, 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 boom. Carry on. Because nothing on. really matters. Ding, 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 ding. Oh, I thought you were going to do the rest of the song. I could, but I don't want to. Could you tell I was waiting. doing the piano there? You sound just like a piano. I think I clipped out on my voice, so you might have some editing. Yeah, it sounded, it seemed, the whole computer shook. It was weird. Ah, uh, well, hopefully I didn't break any glasses. Anyway, that's all I got. Damn, Julian, you should be Freddie Mercury for Halloween. <laughs> I'm, I got to lose some weight and then maybe. That would actually be really funny. That'd be great. Except I need some hair, too. You can be bald Freddie Mercury. I don't if he was still alive today. There'd never be a bald Freddie Mercury. That was a healthy head of hair. That wasn't going anywhere. Well, those were hair plugs, a lot of people say. No, no one's ever said that. Yeah, I just made that up. Yeah, that was real. Apologize to Freddie Mercury's estate. Dude, love you, Freddie Mercury and your estate people. Yep. Okay, Julian. Well, thanks for joining me. Yep, no problem. Go fuck yourself, Austin. Have a good day. Yeah, yeah, go fuck yourself as well, Julian. All right. And and, uh, uh, and everybody. But love... No, I love my list, our listeners, but Austin, go fuck himself. <laughs> and work on that cock-sucking, Austin. You got a long way to go. I will. Next week, I'll come back and uh, I'll do a little demo for the uh, YouTube channel on uh, a fresh cucumber. Uh, make it a big one. It's all right. I got one of those English cucumbers that's uh, already has a condom on it. Oh, nice. All right. All right. All right. Bye. Bye. Meatloaf plays the bit the guy with the huge tits. A nice shlomalon. Has some legendary shits, apparently. Two million around my neck, another million on my wrist. An eye patch for every occasion. Pick up chicks in that helmet, no problem. Only if you're honest with me, though, Austin. Eating fried chicken in the bathtub. He's like, no, horrible. One guy rip another guy's throat out and show it to him. And That's what an old cowboy told me once. Those dreams that you've been dreaming about. Hey, there's nothing wrong with sucking cock, by the way. Because how sticky it is. It gets all your fingers. Hold my Cosmo. Come over here and sit on Uncle Julian's lap. Let me rub your belly. Oh.
I have a Japanese blade. And he's a much bigger nut. Eating shit in various ways. More pleasurable for me too. I'd rather look like a dork than sit on Uncle Austin's lap. Her dog little seatbelt harness. Maybe that's a good uh, way to gauge guys' dick size. It's not as easy as they make it look in the movies, let me tell you folks. Eight inches thick. You can be bald Freddie Mercury. Hey! I am Robert Paulson.